<laughs> you guys are nodding your heads. Don't nod your heads. In five, four. <laughs> oh, man. Cabin fever. Dude, what is it? Week like seven? It doesn't even matter. We should just stop counting weeks. Fuck it. We're not even done. Let's get the wiggles out. Hey, Siri. Set an alarm for five minutes. I've set an alarm for 2046. So I got corn. Oh, dude, I'm making a beer can chicken right now. Tahine crusted. And is that, that kind of like Cheeto crusted? Isn't that kind of? Yeah, it is. It's like a, it's like a peasant crust, which I'm cool Very with. Much so. Yeah, but well, I'm sorry. What are you gonna crust it with? Truffles and fucking well, that, lollipops and rainbows well, no, no, and butterfly look, wings? Look, I'm not, I'm not trying to put everything on the cob. Uh, what I am accustomed to out here is there's something called a hood rat burger. And what is make, this? They make hood rat tortas. They make hood rat food. Um, what is it crusted with? Uh, they use um, hot Cheeto dust, or they or they just shove hot Cheetos in every sandwich, every burrito, every burger, and that makes it hood rat food. Dude, that's called the schoolyard. Dude, I, mean, I used to work at. A... I don't. I don't. I remember putting Lay's chips in my sandwiches. I don't remember putting Cheetos. Which I used to work at an elementary school. That shit is like currency. It's like cigarettes in prison. Like hot Cheetos. Like I, I once bribed a kid with hot Cheetos. To do my bidding, because I was like, "Hey, I got to get the squad, dude." Like to start, I was the coach. Of the, of the, oh, gotcha. Yeah, I was the coach of the team. I was like, "Hey, I need to," and he's like, "Dude, I can't. You're, you're, my, aren't even my coach." I'm like, "Yeah, but you're the best athlete here. I need you to let them know that I'm legit." Well, what's, he's like, what's why would I do that? I'm like, "Cause I got hot Cheetos." He's like, "All right, cool." What like, is the what's the um like the prison value of Takis in? Is it above or below Cheetos? Because I don't know if below. you've ever seen that movie called um, Better Off Dead when he's like, "Do you know the street value of this mountain?" Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So is the Cheetos or Takis more? Shout out James Gonzalez. Cheetos are the Marlboros. Takis are like the Parliament. Which one? I don't understand. Which is worth more? I don't smoke that shit. Okay, fine. Uh, Cheetos are the Coke, and uh, Takis are the Shasta. Ooh. Not even RC or Pepsi. Yeah, I kind of went deep on that. It was a deep dig. Sure, man. Did you shop at Alpha Beta? What the fuck? No, you know, it's a 99 cent store. You get cottage fries, which are basically kettle chips. And you get, um, you get Shasta or Dr. Skipper, which is another uh, form of that root beer. Uh, I mean, if, you, if you're having movie night at the house and like it's like you're a kid with a bunch of friends over, you go to 99 cent store, you load them up on all the worst food in the world for $10. Yeah. And, and it might murder you. It, yeah, it's, it's murderous food. It's really quite nice. A kid, who cares, man? Look, what we, think about when we ate when we were kids. Fucking rock candy, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> <laughs> rock candy. We, they, <laughs> we used to make rock candy in science class. You know what I mean? Like it's just, you don't see that around anymore for some reason. Fucking oh, right. diabetes ruins everything. Yeah, I asked my I asked my science teacher. I was like, "Can you make a sour rock candy?" He's like. The fuck, man! This, he gave me this look like, no, man, it's gonna taste like sugar. We're making rock candy. This is not like this is not this is not Willy Wonka's chocolate factory where we go ahead and make like this random candy. I literally asked him, can we make it sour? Because I like sour candy. And like, he gave me this look like this fucking guy. You know, like he, I think he hated me anyway. And I think I just nailed it down by asking for sour candy instead of asking for snozberry. Can we make it taste like snozberry? Snozberries. <laughs> 
Like, fuck you, kid. Get out of here. Fucking with me. Would it be everlasting? Like a gobstopper? Like, please? Can it last forever? I know you know chemicals, sir. <laughs> Honestly, I think maybe he was just like, if it was like maybe a few years later, he'd be like, dude, can you make meth? Can you, can you make blue? Can you make Probably. Blue? He knows about covalent bonds for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but back to your, back to your food and your corn. It's still cooking. I mean, at some point, I'm probably gonna run off and be like, "Got my, got my chicken," but uh, I got it smoking. I got, I put, the, I'm having a, I'm making a smoked chicken. That That's a, it's luxurious. Sounds I feel weird. like I'm doing a lot of weird things today. I'm making a smoked tahini chicken. Uh, I did see a friend of mine post today on the on the barbecue chicken or you know cooking chicken post uh, topic. He had a keg. Um, that was converted into a smoker and he calls nice. it keg cooking. And it's just, it's literally, it's all it is a keg that he just obviously cut, made like a hinge. And when he closes it, it's just literally a keg sitting over a fire pit. It's the most redneck thing. Perfect. I was, I was going to start getting dirty right there. That's you why. You were about to get dirty. You were about <laughs> to get dirty. Like, honestly, I was about to get crazy. I was like, oh my God. Like, I was, uh, honestly, we can't talk about it. We're done. I was, I was about, I had a million things running through my mind when you said that. The alarm has rung. That's a topic yeah, for another it time. It is. Yeah. It is. This is Cap Fever. I'm Tony and I am uh, not essential. Ed over here is Ed Central, or as you want to call them, or maybe Essential or Ed, Essential Ed. I think it's going to be editor essential. Ooh, I like that. Ed essential. Ed essential tour. Tro Rex. Ed essential Rex. That sounds like the worst Transformer or He-Man character ever. I figured that's what you were going for. It is what I'm going for. Yeah, yeah. I, I can. I, I think we're we've known each other too long now. Uh, <laughs> either way, this no, is Captain Just too short. Yeah, and it's been a weird, wild, and super fucked up week, and I'm glad that we had a chance to talk about something that made our wickles get out. Because to be quite honest, uh, I'm I, I am a little fucking off put. Like I, I cooked that chicken today in a weird fucking tahine way, mainly because I just wanted to take my mind off the fact that the world is seemingly going to shit. Remember that day where I talked about the coronavirus and I was like, hey man, this is what's going on with the coronavirus. And you're like, it sounds a lot like you're talking about the apocalypse. Uh, I think you might've been mildly prophetic there because I honestly, I don't know what's stopping me from my, my, uh, my mind jumping into this is the apocalypse. Okay. But if I like on the, on the other side of that fence, as I grind my weed, um, <laughs> hasn't, it already been going to shit, and this is the first time we're realizing um, it's. Well, I mean, I've been talking about revolution for five let, let years. Me, well, okay, let me set the table for our audience, just just so we know where we're at. You know, I mean, to be fair, uh, you could be doing this from any old area. Uh, so, uh, a man named George Floyd in Minnesota was was killed, you know, four days ago. Uh, by a police officer while in custody at his knee. I mean, and if you don't know about this, you've probably been living in a cave or you just don't give a damn and that's fine. Or you're a child, which is even better. Like good job being a child. Uh, so George Floyd was killed by a police officer. He had his 
knee on his neck, pushing him towards the floor, and the guy ended up losing consciousness and dying. This is not the first time this has happened. The fact that George Floyd was black had a lot to do with what's going on now because, well, the cops like to really, they see black people and black men especially as threats pretty heavily, and it's... I would say minorities, minorities in general. Minorities in general, but black men... Black men, uh, more so. Let's be fair. They're more easily distinguishable, but like when they Agreed. see one of us, they're not cool either. Yeah, they're not fine either. Uh, I, think I think you're more likely to get pulled over being black, but if you're dealing with the cops in general, if you're a minority, you kind of get the same treatment. Exactly. And, that, and that's Middle Eastern, Indian. There's things that I'm not even like thinking. Yeah, you're about. not even. Yeah, you're not even touching on, and and yeah. that's the, and that's fine because uh, what it is is. So since then, there has been there have been protests all across the country, in seventy five cities, major cities all across the the, the United States, and there they have turned violent. And uh, you know, there's a lot of looting and burning and a lot of things going down. Like that's happening right down not down the street from me. I live in the valley, and nobody loots the valley because there's not a lot of loot in the valley unless you live in Sherman Oaks. But I, if you live right over the hill, then like, you know, Los Angeles uh, proper downtown is uh, on fire. And so is Santa Monica, California, which is like a, a more posh part of town, uh, gentr- highly gentrified area. Hold on. T- to be fair, you could loot Van Nuys Boulevard and get like a really nice quinceanera dress and some weed. That is true. You could also score like a 96 Tacoma. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it is what it is. Um, I don't, I just feel like everybody's like, uh, I sat there with my wife yesterday thinking like, Hey man, if we went to the Williams and we could totally score that wine fridge we've always talked about. But yeah, bro, right. Okay, bro, 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 let, 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 let me, let me ask you, uh, it's going to be a two part question. Um, do you get flashbacks of the LA riots <laughs> in 92 right now? Uh, yes and no. Okay, yes, so because yeah. everybody I've talked to has been like, yeah, 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 that's what's going on. It's like, and no, because I've been attempting to stay away from anything that isn't just live footage. Okay. Uh, and by saying that, I mean, like, I haven't been looking it up on the Internet. I've just been looking at, like, live footage on the TV. And honestly, I've been being scarce on that. I've actually felt like more talking to other people. I've actually done more correspondence in the last three days than I have all of last month. I've been talking to people, cousins, people who live down there, because I'm from Los Angeles proper. And, and let's be fair, like this is happening all over the country, and I'm sure a lot of different things are happening all over the country. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody thinks they know what's going on, or maybe they don't, or maybe they just believe what they see, or maybe they don't believe what they see. And that's just, that's just human nature. Second part of my question. Do you think social media, because that did not exist in 92, has swayed this or fueled it in ways that were not available? In what ways do you think that it's added or maybe diluted uh, the issue? I think personally, it doesn't matter. At some point, burning a burning a police car is burning a police car. No matter who sees it, the only thing that really matters is that, that social media necessarily affects, uh, in a small way, I'm sure it affects people who are going to get up and like try and do something, but those people are probably already out doing it. Like it's really just going to affect people's opinion of the situation. 
And, well, and isn't that, that what the news does too? I mean, you shouldn't watch the news then either. Well, that being what it is, it's like at least the news gives you a sense of okay, this is something that's it's weird. It's weird to hear because now that I'm thinking about it, it's it's weird to say. Mm-hmm. It's like the news gives you a uh, a sense of okay, society is seeing this. Society has this documented and not under control, but actually has it. We're we're making society aware of this. Social media, for me, in my brain, doesn't make it feel that way. Well, okay. because like social media is like totally like they uh, think about it. Like you want to get that information, the same you know the same shit you see where some guy you know shoots a you know shoots a bottle rocket out of his ass. No, I, no, no, I get you, but like, okay, on, on the flip side of that, kind of part of the reason why I asked you is because growing up, um, news was different for, for us. It wasn't, um, you know, dog trick of the week. It wasn't all this right. extra stuff that they used for filler. It was like, this is going on, this is going on, this is going on. And my great grandmother, uh, would always put on Spanish news when she wanted to watch the news because other countries, the way they cover the news is a lot more journalistic. It's a lot more um, absolutely it is playing it by the cuff. It's less biased. It's literally just showing you like, look, this is going on and we're covering it. And this is in the eighties. This is like mid eighties, bro. Early right. like early nineties. And she was just like, I watch American news and like she spoke English perfectly well, Spanish perfectly well, but she chose her news in Spanish because American news is very. Uh, biased against the rest of the world and they want to pump us up always, uh, which I, I get. I mean, I get. But then also because the, the, they're not really being journalistic, uh, they're not, they're not following the, the strict rules of journalism because now they're making it an op-ed piece and they're not really like, right, right. And so now you go into like today and it's nothing but fucking like, uh, us magazine reports. So I can't take any of these things serious because I know they're skewed already. It's not like journalism all of a sudden got, you know, in vogue again and now they're reporting things well. They're still skewing it. And so, like, <laughs> I just can't take it serious. But on the I, I like the local news because they have a helicopter. And I like to see it from above, like a, like a general. Okay, so now I'm going to – I'm going to speak on the other side of what you said about the, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Well, I just like, they got no, a no, chopper. No. <laughs> sort of, oh, and by the way, before, before you jump on this, by the way, my Karen's gone wild Insta that, that like I keep watching, like where I told you about that last week, it's going ape shit, ape shit. And it's usually a Karen slapping a cop in a mask. So that means it's super current. And yeah, yeah, like this last Karen, she slapped the guy in a mask, right? And the a cop in a mask slapped the cop, then slapped him again, and then the cop, his partner, came from behind and slugged her one. She hit the ground like a sack of potatoes, and then got cuffed. It was insane. I was like, damn, I don't even know how to feel about that. Like, you don't hit women, but that woman was throwing bows, you know. So you're like, dude, what do? How do you? How do you play that? How do you play that? So. I'm going to spin off that real quick back to the George Floyd thing um, out here. You know, George Floyd was in cuffs already when, when uh, definitely was in cuffs. already. He got choked out and you know, whatever. Um, 
I was listening to radio here, sports radio, and sports radio, you know, is really, really desperate for content this time. So they take all calls, any conversation related to sports. So uh, the topic that day was actually tied into the whole Floyd uh, incident, murder. And uh, this guy called, and he was a cop, an ex-cop. Gave a fake name, and he said it right off the bat. First of all, I got to let you know I gave you a fake name, but it's because I was a cop. And he starts talking about the thin blue line and we don't tell on each other, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, but uh, I have retired since. And when you're out in the field, it's up to you as a, as an officer. When you know somebody's going too far and you're like, hey, hey, hey. no, 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 relax, bro. It's our, it's it's under control, right? But, so those guys who let everything happen, they're totally at fault as yeah, well. That's, it feels People. like a necessary. I think that's – look, man, the world needs police officers. Like, oh no no you, no! no I get you that. get robbed. You need a cop. You know, like you're like, hey man, help me out. But, oh, but this is this is the other thing that he said was that as an officer, you're trained that until they're in cuffs, they are a threat. So you do treat them as a threat. But as soon as they are cuffed, they're no longer a threat. So then then your whole mentality is supposed to change, and for right. it to not change means that you are now being aggressive. Like, you're you're not being a, an enforcer of the yeah, law. Yeah, you're, you're not. So you're not being a cop yeah. anymore. You're just being a fucking asshole. You're being, and, you're, you're being a, a piece of shit, to be quite honest. Like, and it sucks because, like I just said, we, we, we need police officers. Yeah, no. Like, I, I actually, I have friends who are police officers, and they're good people. Like, I, we live in Los Angeles. I live in Los Angeles. He's a Los Angeles police officer, and the Los Angeles police are pretty darn good. Like, they... They've had their black eyes, you know, like to be fair, they probably do have some pretty damn goddamn bad cops. So that's because it's Los Angeles. It's a huge town. and There's a huge force. They're not but, as bad as Santa Monica or Culver City. I'll tell you uh, that right now. Yeah. Well, God, the Culver City cops are the worst. Santa Monica is really bad too, man. That's yeah, a well, well, I, I, either way. Well, that's usually where they put the rookies who are trying to prove themselves. So they go ahead and they're way more aggressive than, than, than guys who are in the car. Yeah. Super gun ho. Either way, that's not, that's neither here nor there. Look, we need police officers. Well, what I'm just saying is that, like, it's kind of a bummer because, well, it's not even a bummer. What it is, it's just fucking injustice. It sucks because imagine if you were, like, I, I was explaining this to my mom. I'm just going to go ahead and play this out. I talked to my mom earlier today on the phone. I haven't called her in, like, two, like a week and a half. And that's a long time, and I'll talk to your mom. So I called her and was like, hey, how you doing? She She just just dialed in, like, Oh yeah, these guys are. They're, everybody's looting. They're doing this. They're doing that. You know, like, and she's just like, "Oh, just ruins the message because the message was this and that, and here they are, and they're now, now, now." And I'm like, in my head, my mom, who, you know, she's a good lady, but she has her hangups and her picadills, and like you could say, when she says the word "they," she means the same word that everybody else means when "they." She means black people. Oh, the, and they're ruining the message by burning things and they're doing this and that. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, but you're not, you need to not lose focus on the message. And she's like, what are you even talking about? I'm like, well, well, the fact is that A, you're not involved. You're sitting at home watching it happen on television. B, you understand why they're doing it. You know the reason because, uh, most like not just because one black man was killed, it's because black men Mostly, mostly black men get killed a lot by like by police officers in overly aggressive ways. Like and get off, you can, yeah, and get off really easily. Like it's and it sucks, and it's like I think they're just fed up with this. And she's like, "Well, it doesn't matter 
because you, there's no reason to start starting fires and looting and this and that. And I'm like, well, okay, well, let's say you don't understand. You're also uh, affluent. You're getting paid right now, even though you're you you you're not uh, you you're not essential, but you're still getting paid. You know, and these people that say they're they're in the middle of a pandemic, right? They're staying home. They're not getting paid. Most of them lost their jobs. They're getting pittance from the from the from the government, right? And then all of a sudden, another black guy gets killed, even though one of them got lynched like two weeks ago. No, three weeks ago, yeah. right? And it's like, dude, come on, man. This is happening a lot. And to just turn a blind eye is insane. And like these guys, they don't care about that because the diplomatic solution the uh, has failed. The solution of peaceful protest has obviously failed. The, the, all these different avenues that they were told to explore have failed. Every time they march, it's, you know, it's, oh, yeah, black lives matter. All lives matter. I was like, you're missing the point. They're saying their lives matter also. It's not only black lives matter. Yeah. It's black lives matter also. That's you, know, you, it, that's you twisting it. Yeah, it's like, and, and what sucks is like, that's, like you said, some media twisting that up, going, hey, no, 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 don't all lives matter? It's like, well, and it sucks in America. It's what outlet you listen to. Yep. And that outlet is telling you how to think. And yep. you could be a, just a regular ass human being who, who knows exactly right and wrong. But if you're being taught that or told that, that's the narrative you're following, then you're going to feel that way. And this is exactly what's happening right now. I and, think the worst iteration of that is when you hear people say blue lives matter. Yeah, it's like, of course, blue lives matter. Which, by the way, there, there is no blue. Like, there's just, they're human beings as well. The fact that there are police officers who do this and feel this way and do the things that they do, it's hard to, to justify. It's like these, like, it's all, and I told this, like, I've done this plenty of times because this is not the first time this has happened. This is not the first time there's been marches and things for, for people, for black men who have died. This is the first time it's been uh, this uniform, and it's also uh, they had marches in Japan and Britain. Yeah, ex exactly. This is kind of a big, uh, it feels a lot like this is the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Hmm? But yeah, but I've I've spoken with I've spoken with a lot of people who feel like I just something about me. Uh, my whole the whole mom side of my family I, uh, is all very staunch Republicans. They all voted for Donald Trump. They're 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 actually quite ignorant, like in all in all sadness. Like they're dear God. I'm, well, I'm, on, a, I'm on a roll, hold on, man. Hold on, before uh, we move, before we move, let me ask you something. Or no, actually, let me let me share something uplifting that's kind of nice with you. So yesterday they had uh, protests out here, and there was no looting, there was no rioting, there was a lot of graffiti over uh, monuments and stuff. Um, you know, probably a good thing. Yeah, it's, it's, no, I mean, it's just messages like we won't take this. And basically you have these like things that are just monuments to, uh, you know, general civil unrest, them. correct? Huh? General civil unrest. Yes. And then they, they did fuck some windows up with like graffiti or like scribing, whatever the hell they were doing. Um, but there was no, no violence or anything. And this morning people showed up to clean up everything that was done the day before in the morning. Wow. Hundreds of volunteers from the city just showed up, ready to clean, ready to do whatever needed to be done, picking up trash, um, 
you know, whatever it was. And that's that's a beautiful thing. That's uh, humanity when we are. People who care best. about the community. We're all, we're all together. And we're, you know, even though we can go, you know, a little, a little buck wild or or make a statement and protest like that, we can still have the 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 wherewithal to go clean up whatever we did in our moment of excitement. And that's how we should be as a uh, civilization on the planet. It's too bad we're not more like that. That's just kind of sad. But it's also a pretty dope thing that happens. That, you know, you're never going to hear about that on the news. Hmm, that's true. Uh, I'll blast it on social media then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the quick story about me. I was just going to go ahead and talk about me real quick because uh, I don't get to do that a lot. And Okay, and this is going to have a point at the end. So before you start banging your head against the wall. <laughs> I will Great. just say try to make it succinct. Both my grandfathers were in World War II. One of them stormed the beach at Omaha. The other one actually lied about his age and ended up in the Pacific Theater. Right? At the age of 17. All right? Yeah. My father was drafted by uh, – in. And he didn't go to Vietnam. He actually got lucky and scored. He got drafted and went to Alaska and guarded a missile silo. However, my uncle Lou actually went to, went to Vietnam. Uh, my, all three of my, my, uh, my mom's brothers, what I call three stooges, were all in each, in a different branch of the military. One was in the Navy, one was in the Air Force, one was in the, uh, one was in the Army. Where was Joe? Joe was in the Army. Okay. Uh, my other uncles, like, actually, one of my other uncles was in the army with Joe. <laughs> That's my dad's brother. Uh, and so I have a pretty, and I have also have like cousins, uh, family, all kinds of people in my family who are military people. Actually, uh, I was not in the military. My father told me, don't you ever go into the military. It's not really worth it at all. Like, they will use you. You're good. Uh, and part of me is like, hey, it would have been cool to go to the military. Maybe I should have gone to the military, but honestly, I felt like, my dad's warnings were, don't do that. Why would you? Just go to college or go do something more interesting that would probably make you more money at the end of the day. Uh, that being said, uh, my family is, are, as you can imagine, are very staunch conservatives, especially my mom's side of the family. I don't like going to family functions anymore. It used to be that I knew that they were a bunch of freaking staunch morons or like just kind of ignorant and pretty damn racist. But I was able to handle that because I didn't care. We didn't talk about it. Nowadays, I don't even want to look at them. And yeah. And I was talking about that with a cousin of mine who thinks more along the lines of the way I think. And I don't like, I like looking at them and talking to them when we don't talk about things like that. Only, t only problem is they will bring that up. Oh yeah. It was because, you know, because well, well, no, Obama, I was like, dude, Jesus Christ, Obama was the president like four years ago. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, or we, you know, it, like literally they'll find a way to just make, and it just, at some point it just becomes like, I, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And is I felt your, like that is, is your mom, when has is that, your, is when your mom's is family from Texas too? Just no, your dad. they're not. No, they're not. Your dad is your dad's family. Dad, my dad's family from Texas. Where's your mom from? They're from. Uh, they're actually all from the same part of Mexico, which is Emocio, Sonora. Uh, it's actually the same village, Suárez Grande, but Damn. small yeah, world. Weird, super weird. Yeah. Uh, 
they're actually from that my family helped create the west side uh that that little area there like there's one they're one of the five families the five families are the hold on, give me, let me see if i can get this straight that is the uh the valdez which is our family the herreras uh the escobars the uh fuck what was the other family there were two others Either I way, noticed, by the way because every time we went to church, it was like, that's Eddie Escobar. That's the man. Like, you know, it was like, yeah, it's like that right there. You, 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 hey, you take your hat off. You know, it was like, it was How a do you thing. know they weren't just all stroking each other? No, because they actually owned a lot, a lot of land. Yeah. Okay. My grandmother owned a lot of land. She's like, your grandma owned a lot of land, right? So, she owned, yeah. She was like, great, you know, like, yeah, they got, they got there at a point where the land was cheap. They bought it up and they owned it and was, they were able to actually make money off of it. Was so it when, like, when Bundy was still cucumber fields? Exactly. Exactly. That's Absolutely. what your grandmother tells me about all the time. Like, what? Cucumber fields? <laughs> yeah. So like those, those, well, either way, they're part of those five families. Thank you for derailing nice. me. Well, what I'm saying is I just wanted you to like, prove their validity. That's all. Well, I'm just saying is at what point in your life, did it become where I don't want to see these people just because of their political view? Like, I love my uncles. They're complete morons. They're ignorant assholes, to be quite honest. But I love them. I don't want them. I don't want anything bad to happen to them. The same way I, I, I mean, and, and when I look at it, I'm like, like, God, dude, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, but doesn't that's doesn't, never been a thing. That, doesn't that create immediate guilt in in you somehow? It doesn't create guilt. It creates more just frustration for me because Sadness I feel frustration. No, both, both because I like, I love my uncles. I yeah, actually, it's, it's disappointing. I know what you mean. It's disappointing. I want them to see, I don't want them to see things my way. I just want them to understand that there might be a different way of thinking. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's not ever going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And and that's frustrating because like, I want them to go like, these are Christian guys who talk about, being Catholics all the time and they talk about Christian values and, and they don't follow any type of Christian ethic. Well, right. I mean, that's, Where, a, that's a big PR stunt. The conservatives do that a lot. And, and that's frustrating to me because as I, I look in all fairness, I don't really go to church all that much. I lie about it a lot of the times if I say I go to church because I don't go. And it's a lot because I, I was raised in the church and I don't really care for it. But I do know that the teachings of Jesus Christ were actually pretty solid. Dude said, "Hey man, treat people the way you want to be treated, and love your love your neighbor. You know, like like the way you would like to be loved. That's it." Have Just you ever considered cool. like ultimately fucking, fucking with them, like through religion, like asking them questions that they know that you know they can't answer, and then leaving them there and then walking away? Yeah, I've totally done that. It doesn't matter. It's it's not fulfilling. Still, they still look at you like the same. No, way. it's throwing it against a brick wall. It doesn't matter. Hmm. Yeah, I've totally done that before. It doesn't matter. It, it just okay. it sucks because, like, like my whole philosophy. I mean, I kind of put Jesus' teachings together. Like, hey, don't be a dick. You know, like, and I try just not to be a dick. You know, like I just like I mean, I'll be a dick to my kids, but that's because I have to be because they need to understand what a dick is or how to be an ass, what an asshole is, so they can deal with one. But ultimately, I don't treat other people that way. Like yeah. I, I try really hard not to, and if I do, I'm probably just fucking with you. You know, and I can't imagine like anybody else treating other people in a bad way. And 
I obviously see it all the time. Hell, you can see it all the time on YouTube. Just look up Trumper and you have some guy who's just being a jerk to somebody just because they're different color skin or because they have different circumstances or they live in a different way. And, and, and it's fucking frustrating because at this point, some things you can't really ignore. And I don't really like talking about shit like this. I didn't want to turn cabin fever into some kind of fucked up, you know, political discussion. Well, like, isn't that now, isn't that a part of cabin fever? Like, I didn't want it like to be the term. Well, I mean, it's, it's venting. It's it's very real shit, man. It's, well, you shouldn't feel bad about that. About being honest to yourself and saying how you feel. You should never. Well, now now I feel like a non-essential prick. Talking about all these people who are doing something actually, which more and more feels fairly essential, even if it is like violent and fucked up. Like, well, yeah. Okay, well, that's the thing, dude. It's not, it's not always violent. I, I was reading, and once again, you know, this is media, hey. it's not 100%, but that, you know, there was a lot of embedded racists in these marches doing. I heard the same thing. And honestly, shit. yeah. I, I, but no, no, but then this is the other thing I heard. Someone was dropping pallets of bricks off in the middle of cities. Just so, like, when someone's like, what are we going to use? There's a pallet Brick, of bricks. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, here we go. Let's fuck this shit this up. Like, play. Dude, look, that's so – I mean, I assume that's – Okay, like, okay. Look, my, my, mom, my mom told me that earlier. She said her, my, her sister was telling her that earlier. And About the bricks or the white people? The bricks, the bricks. And so when last night when my wife goes – Hey, people are rioting. I go, I bet you a thousand dollars. There's probably like white people in there or like, you know, not white people. There's probably like spies or subterfuge happening where they're actually trying to incite violent riots. So it can look, it could totally take away from the message. Yeah. Right. 100%. And, and make it a problem. And, and that's what's always going to happen. Like it's if you make what what do you what do you know like what is the ultimately uh when you talk about a black guy like if a white person talks about it, oh he was aggressive when they talk about oh like a police officer talks about uh, uh arresting a black guy he was aggressive he was threatening he, yeah he was threatening he was doing I, this you know like, I felt and that's, I felt exactly and and let's say they have a peaceful protest so to speak. And then it's like, oh yeah, well there's bricks and we started throwing them. It's like, no shit, you started throwing them. You know, or like, or maybe some guy, I, I, and I'm not lying to you here. I just spoke, uh, I, I told you earlier, I was talking with a bunch of people. Like I was like, I just started making phone calls. My brother lives in the middle of Los Angeles. He lives on Limer Park, which is, uh, next to the Los Angeles Coliseum. Uh, and he's like, well, I was driving about, by. Are you talking about Lamert Park? Limer. On Crenshaw? Yeah. That's Lamert Park. Lamer Park. Are you serious right now? No, I choose the French shit up just to like make it sound like all oh, kind of fancy. You sound just like your parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, he lives in live like Troop Lamert Park. And uh he, Lamert, he kind yeah, of Lamert. Yeah, well he kinda of lives he lives there and they used to call like, Lamerc Park. And he was driving around and he's like, you know what? He goes, It's a lot he, his words, and I know this is obviously not everywhere. He's like, yeah, these white anarchists do. They're all, all jumping around with shit. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, it's mostly white guys. And like, I'm sure like on the video, you're not going to see all these white guys because like, dude, you're going to show white people looting. But my brother's like, yeah, there's a lot of white guys. 
And he has no horse in that fight except like as long as they don't attack his house. And well, he, and he's like sitting there like, yeah, like I drove by a lot of white guys looting. Like the anarchists are at it. And I'm like, the anarchists are at it? What are you talking about? He's like, you know, the anarchists. He's like, I was like, do you think you're sure they're not like spies or something? Like Trumpers who are like disguised as anarchists? And he's like, nah, that's not a thing. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, okay, so you're obviously over glancing over that. But the fact that the, all the people you've seen looting are white is, is, feels like a red flag. So once again, I hate to be like I'm the optimist and I'm just like some ignorant fucking sheep-eyed fool. But Ty, you know, they're opening up. He lives in Vegas. They're opening up Vegas on Thursday. So the casinos will be open again. He's there setting up for everything to open. And um, uh, it's in a strip mall kind of thing. And then there's the casino at the end. So he's the only one there. They start doing the uh, protesting and then. Supposedly somewhere it might have, it might have progressed towards like violence or like getting aggressive. And, um, <laughs> he's the only one there with all this money and he's by himself because, you know, they're setting up. Not everyone's there yet. But it is what like, does I do? Well, we just give it, what does he do? Uh, he's the, uh, manager at the cage. Oh, he's a cage from. manager. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. He knows nothing but dirty, dirty, dirty things inhaled in him. So, because like all that money, when they start counting all that money and flipping all that money, you know how Healthy. much how much stuff is floating around in that air. Oh, and I was like, funny. dude, you never had to wear a mask till now. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, don't you feel kind of? You kind of should have been wearing a mask all the time. Right? Bro. Always been wearing one. He's like, you probably got all kinds of germs. <laughs> that's, that's the same thing I asked Stevie. I was like, don't you feel more weird that now that you go into someone's house who's like, yeah, yeah, dying, yeah, you have to wear. Like, you should have always been wearing a mask. You know, that's a weird thing. But anyway, so like. Uh, I'm like, uh, you know, like, are you scared? What's going on? Like, you know, this might be coming. You might have to call people from different parts that'll get there quick, but you're literally by yourself. It could be like, uh, I guess what a zombie apocalypse would look like. Like people are going to storm in and you can't rationalize with them and you just stand there by yourself. Like, what do you do? And he's like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not that scared, but I am a little scared. He's like, you know what? I did find very like, uh, calming. Is seeing how many white people there were um, also protesting with everybody. So I'm just saying there is the, a the, very okay. strong presence of white people who are not who are who are using their white privilege. Well, 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 like let, let me ask, let me ask you this: like, do you honestly feel like like he said Ty's a black man, right? Are we talking about the same Ty? Yes, Ty's a black man. Doesn't oh that make you? God. Doesn't that make you feel like super fucking dirty? The fact that a black guy has to go—it's cool. I saw white people. Like, doesn't you're like, dude? Does that really have to be a thing that you dude, saw white people? Well, be that as it may, isn't that kind of a, a shame? Like, how is it that? The idea that even a black guy can go look and be like, okay, it's cool, it's cool, I'm all right. There's white people. Like, well, isn't that no, like? I, I think he found it. Okay, more, and I, I say that because that say, they were su they were supporting us this time, which uh, means something might actually happen. Okay, I mean, I I, I like I, I could pick that up. I could pick that up. I mean, that's what yeah. I and it, and I read something that a bunch of people were saying too about um, the last people white people you the last time white people 
use their white privilege positively was, uh, for, you know, for same-sex same marriage. That shit happened real quick, man. Yeah, sure. It happened real quick. And this could happen equally quick because yeah, I think this is going to be a little more, this is going to be a little more harder to nail down to be fair. Okay. Oh, okay. So before we like end this, I wanted to actually not be the happy guy and talk about why I was fucking pissed off this week too. What are you pissed off about? Dude, why didn't you say that? You could have, we could have jumped off the thing. We should be the no, no, because, angry because I was, episode. I was, I was trying to be positive, but now I'm thinking about stuff like what I haven't spoken about this week. And all these motherfuckers on the beach Memorial weekend. Oh, my I went to the God. beach. Oh, you're I went so to the beach. Did you wear a mask? No, fuck that. I went to the jelly bowl though. It's different. Uh, Carpinteria, there's a, well, jelly bowl is like a, a beach up at Carpinteria where my wife, where my mother-in-law used to live. Uh-huh. And Carpinteria is like between, uh, uh, Santa Barbara and Ventura. And that there's sounds a, really white. It was amazing. We go there all the time. It's our beach. We don't really go to other beaches. Why do you hate Zuma so much? Zuma's amazing. Because Zuma, the waves at Zuma are so insane, and I have small children, and I don't want to pull them out of the water. Oh, like, because, like, they're lifeless bodies out of the water. Like, Teach them how seriously. to boogie board. They know how to boogie board. It's just, you don't understand. Zuma's beaches waves are frightening. When was the last time you've been to, to fucking Zuma? Uh, I don't know. Let's not do this. Why are we doing this? What are you talking about? What about the, what about the rock bottoms? I will talk more about the rock bottom of Zuma. Well, what I'm saying is I went to the fucking beach, right? And it was great. All right. Come on, man. Give everybody a break. It's called the Jelly Bowl. It's called the Jelly Bowl because it's a tar beach. It's also pretty awesome because they have a sweet, uh, they have a sweet, uh, tide pool for the kids, like where you can just go on the rocks and like touch anemones and all that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool. It's bowl. probably <laughs> one of like it's probably one of the best held secrets in uh in on the California coast, Central Coast. Like and don't ever go to my jelly bowl. Yeah, right. You ever know you ever been in Napa? Only one that didn't look good nice. All they do is talk shit on this about the Central Coast. And I'm like, dude, fuck you guys, man. We're already here. You don't gotta talk shit. Really? They never say anything mean in Central Coast. They're nice guys. That's what I mean, man. Regionalism should be more about collectives. Right, have you ever have you ever been wine tasting? No, bitch. You never wine tasting? No. Grow the fuck up. You never been wine tasting? No. Oh, I'm wait. just saying you should probably try yourself. I'm gonna send you a bottle of a legit wine. I want you to eat it with dark chocolate. I'll send you the dark chocolate. You want eat me it to together? Eat wine? I want you to eat the dark chocolate and sip the wine, you sorry son of a bitch. I want you to do this, and then you tell me if I'm fucking up. How's that? So you think that the accoutrement is going to make the wine that much better? Wine makes everything better, dude. If you have a correctly paired wine with something that you're eating, you're going to enjoy it way more. And wine is, like, better than beer. Like, it just, like, if you eat, as far as, like, uh culinary standpoint it's way yeah. better than beer uh, okay i do get that but i like sake so i'll just drink my wine with my sushi no yes. you're you're doing no that's just what that's just what drunk frat boys do I, and and and, and old and, and old japanese blacksmiths but what i'm saying is that like you gotta seriously try out some wine go wine tasting oh, know what happens when you go wine tasting i'm just gonna throw this out there 
Like I know we're going over, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. Let's do it. Like you go wine tasting, you pay ten bucks. They give you a glass. They pour you five tastes of wine. It's like that much. Throw it down. Throw it down. Swing it around. Swirl around. Gulp it. Gulp it. Gulp it. Then you go. They go. Would you like to revisit? And then that means they'll give you one more pour of one wine that you like, like just for funsies. And then you go, yeah, I like that one better, even though you don't even remember because you're already kind of in it, you know. And then you, and then I you go you down the street. Then you go down the street and pay ten more dollars, and they give you more wine. Now, I, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying, but I'd rather do go you, to a fucking. Do you distillery. really? I'd uh, rather uh, go to a distillery and just get like. You know, like, on stuff like that. I'm going to go this far. I'll go this far. If you're not drinking wine, you're not sampling the spice of life. Jesus turned water that. into wine. He didn't turn water into whiskey. Whiskey. That's because he was not smart enough. Okay, that's just fucked up. He seemed like a nice enough dude. I'm pretty sure if Jesus wanted you to. You know what they say about wine, nice enough guys are usually pretty stupid. Dirty. You should totally go wine tasting. I bet you. I'm not anyway, gonna do it. Do you know what? Have you ever heard of the band Tool? I know their tools. You've never heard of the band Tool. You are a sheltered human. Didn't they do some wrestling song? I mean, I might have known them from there. No, no. Wow. Did they do, do "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor"? I don't know who that is. No, that was that was Drowning Pool. That's a real group, Drowning Pool. Yeah. And you think I'm supposed to know Tool with groups like Drowning Pool out there? Come Are you on. kidding me? Tool, no, Tool. Uh, the fact that you just uh, went ahead and equated Tool with Drowning Pool is insane. Is insane. You know what? Okay, that just kind of proved my point. It rhymes. I feel like you need to get out there, <laughs> which is wild because you're single and you should be out there already. Like name one rock and roll song. Um, Dreamweaver. That is from 1974. That was Wayne's World. That was a. <laughs> you need to get out there, dude. I feel um, like you're. Arrow you know what? You know what? Okay, if this if this cabin fever doesn't do anything, it's gonna get you out of your bubble. I want you because you work at Whole Foods which is basically the place that takes wine, does a solid markup on it, and sells it, why don't you grab a $15 bottle of wine? No. Grab a $15 bottle of wine. No. Stick, stick it in your pocket and walk out of the door. Then drink it later. I'd rather stick it in my butt and butt chug it. You know what? That's a bummer. I'm really bummed out right now because I feel like I could – you could be. What is it about wine that gets you so like worked up? That's that's my question. Like beer, I think is a much better like social group type thing. Shots is more like you're just chilling at home and you're unwinding. Um, wine, I just don't. I don't like the taste. I don't like the dry aspect of it. I love grapes. It's the weirdest thing. I love grapes. Dude, it's like, rosé like season, bro. And that is Cabin Fever. We will catch you guys next week for week whatever. And uh, you know what? Be safe out there. Straight up. I think that, like, uh, look, before we get out, 
Ed, is the apocalypse upon us? Oh man, this is actually the um, the period of change that's going to make a better uh, world, hopefully. I am absolutely going to choose to believe that. Thank you for that. Honestly, all for all your sheltered life and all the things that you do, and the fact that you don't even know. Uh, you can't even quote a rock and roll song past 1974, and and you have never had a taste of wine in your life. Uh, I do also I, know that when it hurts the most is when the healing is beginning. You know what? That's truly profound. It's true. No, it absolutely. You've never had an injury. I wasn't joking on that last part. That is very profound, and I, I I'm going to choose to believe that because honestly, what choice do I have? You know, like sometimes just choosing to be positive is is the, be- is the best choice. And I appreciate that you have a positive attitude about this whole thing. I still hate people, though. Well, you don't have to like them. You just got to choose that they're not going to do the wrong thing and murder this world. Agreed. We've been doing a good job of that already. Let's try to switch up. 